I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. You're listening to Text Message, the UK-focused technology podcast with me, Nate Langson. And me, Ian Morris. And if you're one of our patrons, this is your extended ad-free version of the show. And thank you to everyone who is supporting us and getting access to our full-length show, our ad-free show, our live version, and our Patreon-exclusive weekly sister show, Extra Message. You can join them by going to patreon.com forward slash UK tech. And thank you to everyone who does, no matter how you support us. Ian, can I just um, do a little uh, t- test out? I just need to make sure something. Are your are yeah. your waters in a fine balance today? Uh, I mean, they're in my body, yes. so I, you... that's about as good as I can hope for. I would say no no problems waddling to your keyboard today. Everything uh, was fine. Well, I mean, it's always a bit of a struggle, but I am yeah. in my forties, so yes, yes, good. Okay, that's good. I had no reason to ask. I um, I was just I was just curious. I wanted to make absolutely absolutely sure um, that. Uh, all of your liquids were fine. Oh, yes. Now, no, good. I, I, I trust your liquids are also fine. Well, it depends which liquid, but that is a conversation for another day. Um, the internals of your host this week are um, gurgling a treat. Uh, <laughs> anyway, um, this week we have uh, we had a little discussion ahead of recording this week's show because the news this week in the... Uh, in in the UK world at least has not exactly excited us to the point that we get on our party pants and do a nice little jig around the around the virtual hall. Um, but there have been a few things that Ian and I have talked about um, that we thought might be interesting for people to hear uh, a discussion about, and and our live listeners are very very welcome to to chime in with their experiences this week. Um, th- I've picked out a couple of things um, that have occurred to me recently and i wanted to start with something called next door have you heard of this app ian oh, yes i have um but only very vaguely and i've never used it so i look forward to hearing about your experiences right i had also never really uh, heard of next door but we had um, a piece of paper pushed through our letterbox uh, a few weeks ago from um, a person saying you should join our next door here is an invite code and normally I don't like it when people push things through my letterbox during a pandemic. Um, but Kate has not allowed me to block up the mailbox. Um, so um, <clears throat> so we did read this and we did join. And Nextdoor is essentially a micro social network for your nearby neighbours and people in your local community. So think about it like a Facebook, but just for the people on the few streets near you, um, you know, within sort of a half mile something along those lines and it is a well it's been an experience let's put it that way because i think what the intention is behind next door is that it's a way of being able to say to your neighbors oh hey i've got this 
Uh, does anyone have a good handy person who could come and fix a boiler? Or um, has anybody seen anything about this local event that's happening? And the idea is that it's all very positive. Um, you know, someone who needs to sell something quickly or find something uh, at the drop of a hat. Um, however, in my experience, reality is a little bit more interesting because it turns out all of our neighbours are basically terrified all of the time. <laughs> they are permanently afraid of everything. Um, I, I I don't want to say I've got this morbid curiosity with it, but I do find that the most pressing topics on next door in our area are either something about scam phone calls and, and automated callers and people saying, has anyone else received this call? Or it's people posting videos captured by their ring cameras or equivalent um, front porch video security system um, with, with things like, has anybody seen this woman? Uh, she came knocking on my door. Uh, she wanted money. Or there was another one where I, I've actually got some quotes here from some people. Um, someone was banging on my door at 4 a.m., uh, just to let you know, we had a very alarming wake-up call on the Saturday morning with a random shifty-looking man banging on our door and ringing the bell, um, followed by replies of people talking about times they've been scared recently by people banging on their door um, at strange times. Um, another person, uh, HMRC scam. I know this has been on here before. Yes, it has, anonymous person. Uh, but I received a call at the ungodly hour of 7.45am. I have to say... I've been awake for well over an hour working by that time, so I take issue with it being ungodly. Uh, bit early for government staff, it was a recorded voice. Uh, you know, uh, all of these things, fine for people to talk about, but when that is the predominant nature of discussion, you have to wonder, are all of our neighbours living in utter fear all of the time? It certainly sounds like it. The posting of the Ring videos is particularly uh, troubling. There are several. One of them made a lot of sense. It was actually one of the first ones I saw, which is um, someone had posted this video um, of a woman in... Uh, she had a mask on, she had a hat on, she was clothed, but she was, she'd walked down somebody's driveway and was looking at cars, you know, looking through car windows ah. and stuff. I thought, well, actually, I mean, that's, that's A, that's the ring camera doing exactly what it should do. My issue <clears throat> with it was then there were some other people who also posted um, the videos of the same woman going up their driveways. And clearly, that woman should not have been doing that. Whatever she was up to, she shouldn't be doing that. But the issue is, maybe instead of posting those videos to the internet publicly and saying you should be afraid of this woman, maybe, you know, call the police um, or keep an eye out and do something other than just ask, is anyone else terrified of this woman? <laughs> yeah, um, I mean, that does seem like a sensible thing. That's sort of what the police is supposed to be for, because, you know, you tell them that, and then they'll sort of drive by and keep an eye out for someone matching that description. Yeah, exactly. Um, there, uh, there, was another, there was another great one, um, which I think you'll find particularly interesting. Uh, subject line, drums. Hi, I've recently moved to place that's very close to here uh has anyone else heard loud banging drum sounds <laughs> i've heard them regularly in the evenings sometimes late at night can anyone tell me where they're coming from um now obviously i diverted the attention away from me by saying it was 
no, it wasn't me. It was it was a little bit further. Well, further you can't away. hear your drums outside the house, can you? No, not 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 really, not not really. No. Um, there was um there was another one. Door to door seller, beware. Hi, I moved here just over a year ago with my family. This evening, a young man came to the door selling something. He seemed nice and told me he was rehabilitating from drug abuse. I don't buy from the front door and told him I was cold. As he walked away, he moaned about me. He might be genuine, (laughs) but I wasn't comfortable. Please be careful should he knock on your door. He moaned about me. (laughs) Uh, That is annoying, though, in fairness, because you do quite, you do get that when those people come on. Fair enough. They are, you know, obviously trying to pick themselves up and sell a few things and get some money. Um, but we don't know that we don't know that they're not just going to take that money and spend it on more drugs but I mean I guess the argument could be made it's still commerce what's less acceptable about that than a you know advert on your web browser Uh, but yeah yeah we've all done the same thing but usually I don't want to buy it because usually I don't want it I find that buying stuff tends to be more led by what I need than someone turning up at my house with a selection of things that doesn't. I don't usually find that that helpful. Yeah, I mean, it depends what they're trying to sell. I mean, if you if someone walks up and says, um, you know, meats for sale. Oh, um, I'm not buying meats on the doorstep. You know, no, no, for sure. The type you, of meat those, may vary yeah, week to week. Exactly, those meats could be anything. I'm not yeah. getting myself involved in potential cannibalism or the consumption of someone's pet. Yes. Um, I mean, I think <laughs> I like Luke in our live chat's uh, suggestion. Mystery meat as a surface, as a service. Yes, mamas. Oh, you just said mamas. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, this has been my experience on on next door. I'm I'm curious to get other people's experiences of this because it does a lot of what people seem to be using this for. It does. It is in the spirit overall of what a community should do. Yeah. You know, should talk to each other if someone is acting suspiciously then of course you should you know consider whether action needs to be taken that's very very smart um but what i but what i have found so far is that the the entirety of our area is populated by people who are terrified or people who i mean what's the polite way of putting this people who want to sell or give away complete tat constantly yeah, but or I'm pe- at your screenshot there's a free boiler on there yes there is a free boiler does the boiler say it works does it say it works um it does not no but it's free it is free and bearing in mind i'm aware now that based on our pre-show conversation that you are someone who will buy something they don't need because <laughs> it's cheaper than that it uh, was it, than it was <laughs> Um, there are some absolute cracking deals that I found in my local area. Um, I saw somebody saying um, eight foot trampoline needs a good home. Yeah, I mean, uh, well, I mean, you wouldn't double your trampoline going to a bad home, do you? I asked Kate the other night, "Can I have a trampoline?" She said no, um, which which was which was a real a real shame. Um, some of the great postings I see on this free lots of clay. Uh, <laughs> I'm sure there's a reason for that. Maybe someone's building something yeah i like free tiles as in yeah bathroom tiles well i uh, mean it, I, cushions I really see some value in that i wouldn't have cushions yeah um free wooden walking stick it's just a well, stick you could develop an affectation i suppose you know walk around the house sort of pointing at things with your stick kate would love that 
one of my favorites uh, <laughs> that I saw recently was uh, was this one uh, free fertility god picture. It's framed, <laughs> but it was marked as a special offer five pounds off. So it's oh. it's just I've just found it to be an. Inc- it's just I'm kind of fascinated by the whole concept of next door because I. I love it and I get great entertainment out of it but it also I feel like it brings to light um a certain undercurrent of a community um yeah but can that, you get me that jungle la- animal lampshade I mean obviously just <laughs> if you if you wish it I will make it so it's um, so but so I I'd, I'd love to see how everyone else's mileage varies on this topic yeah, I mean, um, I think, you know, when you said you've got a thing pushed through the door with a code on it, I, I realised, I think I've had the same thing. Yeah. Um, and I didn't sign up because I thought it would be exactly what you've just told me it would be. And I don't like interacting with people. So therefore, it makes sense for me not to have it. But now you've said it. But the thing is, why do you need a code to sign up? It's so you can um, be associated with a community. Um, so it's not like millions of people creating communities for Surbiton, uh, or well, I'm your, not there or, anymore. So why your, would I want to join that? Hey. Oh well, yes. Okay. Well, for your 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 postal code or your zip code, um, you know, if you don't want if 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 you want to join one, you don't want to say I've set up a new one for this code. Yeah, but no, yeah, exactly. But you but you probably surely you open the app and it looks at your location and tells you what the closest one is. It does do that as well. And it has a it has an interesting map. If if people have opted in, a map of um of who your neighbours are, and where they live. So it's like a little icon above a house, ah. sort of overlaid on a map. Which again, in in principle, not a not a terrible idea. You know, if you want to be able to send a message to a neighbour that's a few streets over, or if you hear a loud bang, there's a lot of those. You know, I heard it large bang, or I saw a lot of police cars in this area. Like again, those are all things that make a huge amount of sense um, to have to have on there, and and I can certainly see myself using that if if I was ever um, concerned about something going on as well. But um, it's just so far the experience is 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 very different, and it's it's more like um, has anyone seen this suspicious person rather than why are there so many police cars down Old Nazing Road. Or similar yeah uh, well as someone who has a house with not many furniture in it i'm now thinking this is this could be a good source of furniture for me i mean there's tons of free stuff yeah there's tons of free stuff and it makes me i mean i have used free cycle before now <clears throat> um to give stuff away not to gain uh to gain things um but when i was leaving ealing uh to move here we had a bunch of things that they weren't really valuable enough to warrant selling, but they were things that somebody might want. And it was amazing on FreeCycle. Like, things would go within hours. Yeah. I hear the same is true of fake Facebook Marketplace. I, I hear that true is true as well. And Kate has used that for uh, for plants and flower pots and things like that. You know, it's someone who's just giving away, like, 30 oh, I need plow- a couple of flower pots. That's a good point. I mean... Most of our garden is now flower pots. It's <laughs> quite beautiful, actually. Um, uh, but uh, Facebook Marketplace was a great source for those uh, those sorts of things, I think, as well. And I mean, our garage could be a free for all. There's a lot of stuff in there. Frankly, there's a lot of tech in there. 
that I should probably sort of give away as a good Samaritan. But I sort of think if something's too valuable, then you give it away to someone who just wants it because they want to sell it. And I'd rather if I'm giving something away, it's going to someone who wants to use it. Even though it makes no difference to me, there's just something in the principle. No, but... I agree with you on that. It, it is like the idea of giving something away and then someone selling it just feels absolutely like a Mickey take to me. I would say, yeah, you'd be better off, you know, selling it and then giving the money to charity or something would be preferable, I would say. Mm. Well, um, I'm extremely, extremely curious to get input from you guys out there listening um, to this as to what your experience of next door is is are we is uh is is broxbourne here in hertfordshire an enigma of of terrified residents um i i i would encourage you all to download it it's not an endorsement i'm just curious download it have a look see what it's like um is it more useful than ours seems to be around here uh, let us know uk tech show at icloud.com or obviously post something in our discord if you're a patron or tweet it to us at at text message pod Well, Ian's been writing stuff again, but we're doing, we're doing something very special. We're going to talk about something Ian's been writing about that he's written about, but that hasn't been published at the time of recording. Yeah. will have by the time the show goes out. Well, I hope it has. I mean, it's been in a queue for a week, so it wants to. I mean, it's been on, our, it's been on my mind for a little while as well. Um, we, we, we're talking about paying for free-to-play games and multiplayer accounts because... Well, in fact, Ian, would you like to summarise? Well, I will. I mean, my angle on it's slightly different, but of course, Microsoft's been in the press recently because it, uh, it it decided it was going to put up the price of Xbox Live Gold by a substantial amount. Now, I can't remember how much it is. Can you, can you remember how much they wanted to put it up by? Well, I know that at the moment, if you get uh, Game Pass uh, Ultimate, um, you are getting it's fifteen pounds. Um, a month, isn't it? But you get gold included, don't you? Uh, so you can you, play online, you get the free games, etc. Is that right? Yes, that includes the multiplayer and it includes the um, uh, the the games that you know the free the free downloads sort of sort of thing. But they announced this back in January. That that's not particularly a, no. a particularly new. And they, new and they walked it back, didn't they? Because basically people were like you can't double the price of this thing it's ridiculous um and you know and that and that has been a problem but of course the advantage for people is that it does come with a number of free games which is quite good but my take on it was very much i felt that why are people playing for multiplayer games in this day and age i don't see the value of that and i think that what what these companies both um and this is true of all of them so this is not just a microsoft thing this is nintendo sony and microsoft are all charging for online multiplayer so if you want to uh, go to someone else's island in uh, Animal Crossing, you have to have a subscription. Now, Nintendo Online is very cheap, and like 
Sony and Microsoft offerings, you get a number of free things to play, although I haven't actually done any of them, even though I paid for the year. Um, and I, But I just felt, I, I, I got this immediate sense of rage when I was hearing about um, another aspect of this. Like someone was talking about it at work, and I was like, no, this is actually really annoying me. Why are people prepared to pay for online play on consoles? And I, the example I gave that really frustrated me was the fact that, you know, I could buy Forza, or Forza, as you're supposed to say, but I refuse to. Uh, you can you can buy it for PC and play online for free. But someone playing with you on Xbox Live has paid as a monthly subscription for that, and I find that outrageous. So you're saying it's a double standard? I, I do think it's a double standard. And I think, you know, Microsoft, and I can't, I mean, there might be some infrastructure costs involved in all this, but I can't see how. Honestly, if they can provide that service for free on PC, then surely they can provide it free for consoles. And in most cases, Microsoft is not providing the server infrastructure for these games. If it's a third-party game, then that's the responsibility of the, the game developers to provide. And, well, it's and actually, obviously... a lot of the time, if you're playing multiplayer, you are hosting the game. You are the server. Because if you it's set up a multiplayer... Yes, if you set up a game, because we have this when uh, my brother and, and my friend Brad and I play uh, Gears of War, like a multiplayer game. Right. If I set up that game, I am hosting it. My Xbox is the server. Yes, and that's certainly true of things like Valheim, uh, which has been big recently. That's um, self-hosted, or you can pay to have it hosted in the cloud if you want. Um, I know some other games are as well, but things like Destiny 2, that that infrastructure is all provided by Bungie. And of course, if you're playing a game where there's rampant cheating, that you know the chances are that's a server-hosted game because they have to be able to keep an eye on it and prevent it from happening. Obviously, it's much easier to modify a game that's running on your own machine than it is to modify one that's running in the cloud um but of course you know it's hard to do that on a console or harder anyway i mean it's not impossible because people do it all the time uh, so yes you're right in fact what is what is the value that's being offered here what are you paying for and i think they've thrown in a bunch of free games which also publishers i don't believe necessarily make a huge amount of money from it's very much seen as building interest in a game so i, I, I was reading some stuff where um a game developer who um who, who distributed their game through a publisher said the publisher will get some money for it being on the thing we won't necessarily see any of that but the value it adds for us is about getting the word out about the game making it more popular when the second one comes out there'll be a lot more of an interest and people will be more likely to pay for it which i think is absolutely fair enough mm. um and no one's talking about giving away free-to-play games immediately as soon as they're they're launching but you look at someone like epic epic is giving a, gives away a, a couple of usually quite good games every month um and it pays for that and you know there's been some real stonkers on there um they gave away star wars battlefront recently and gta 5 when they gave that away crashed every server that was involved in it you're um, talking about the epic game store yeah i am yeah but the Rather games are you're, they're given away on a temporary basis right no well no they're not they're completely given away for free forever you don't have to be anything other than have an, a, a, an epic account and they don't you know you're not paying a monthly subscription for that so what I, my point really is that epic's doing that to generate interest in the Epic Game Store. Um, and Microsoft is still sort of 
so Billy, and I keep saying Microsoft, games console manufacturers are still selling online, bundling a few cheap free games away to make it look like a good deal, but fundamentally charging you for something that you should not be paying for. And I just think, I just feel like it's a, it's kind of nasty. What do you think? I'm inclined to agree with you because I've never really thought about it before now. The reason that I pay for Xbox Live these days is predominantly for Game Pass because I just find that I don't play enough games, that I don't buy games anymore, really. Um, I buy them for my iPad, because uh, I, I like gaming on the iPad a lot. Yeah, they I tend have... to be a bit cheaper as well, don't they? They're not 50 quid games, usually. Yeah. Um, but, but the only reason I didn't initially in, didn't cancel my Xbox Live subscription was because I did play online with a couple of people for a couple of games and for a while that seemed worth the you know whatever it was at the time like six pounds a month or something which is is what it was um and then when game pass came out as well and they bundled all that stuff in and they bundled the ea games in as well uh, yeah. it does feel like very very good value but so that is a different proposition entirely isn't it that is a premium product offering you the, something but that's that you the one get. they that's the one they want you to have like that's yeah. the reason to have it and but but you look at something like um, like multiplayer gaming on um, on the iPad, on iOS, and on Android. You don't pay. You're not paying for multiplayer for any of those games. If you're yeah. if you're playing it, you know, Android to Android or iPhone to iPhone, or even for some of the games that are cross platform, you're not necessarily having to pay unless you're paying the developer because you are subscribed to that game in some form. It's sort of a given yeah. that whoever is providing the the matchmaking service or the hosting service is making the money back in other ways and so you don't need to pay a, an intermediary like i'm not paying apple arcade uh, a fee in order to play multiplayer games with games that are not just on apple arcade you see what i mean yeah like when i play a racing game that i play uh, regularly I i'm not paying for the multiplayer component separately to anything that i pay for in that game and I yeah. suppose that's what you're saying is it, that's how it should be on consoles, but isn't. Yeah, exactly. And I think I think that was brought to the fore, particularly by Microsoft charging players to play Fortnite. So they weren't able to um, enjoy multiplayer Fortnite unless they were part of, unless they had an Xbox Live Gold subscription. So now let me what, just interrupt there. Microsoft so this was did the, walk that back. Was, yeah, so this was this was a thing that got, got changed, right? This, this started a bit of the... Um, the controversy is that it's a game that is free to download and free to play but impossible to actually play unless you are paying for something that is required to do so it's yeah. convoluted but i think that is basically part of the problem is that it was a bit convoluted it wasn't yeah, and, free and you know what i'm i'm, I'm actually going to go even further on this and say I think that this actually put me off consoles because, as you know, I love Destiny 2 and I have a PlayStation 4 and I got Destiny, the original Destiny. I thought, well, you know, I could play this game. I could I could perhaps, you know, spend some time on the console and just get a bit of the, the backstory. And then I sort of loaded it up and realised that to do anything sort of online, you'd need to have a PlayStation subscription. And I just, I felt so put off by it. I just couldn't be bothered. Yeah, that would that would be enough to put me off if it, if that was the only game. If there was just one game that I wanted uh, to play online, that would be enough to put me off. If it didn't come with something else that I that I well, had that and having to play it on a console controller that put me off as well. <laughs> I don't mind. I don't mind that. I'd prefer to sit in a comfortable seat uh, on a sofa playing a game 
Um, Fair. Works that for driving games, me. but I, I dislike it for first-person shooters. So I did while we were talking, I did look at the mm. price increase that Microsoft was putting forward. Um, uh, initially in the UK, the price is was six ninety nine for one month. Um, I don't know if the price increase was said to apply to the UK immediately, but in the US, uh, the price was going to be um, uh, nine ninety uh, was nine ninety nine and increased to ten ninety nine a month. So it's $1 a month more, which if you translate that into pounds, it's almost certainly just going to go from being uh, 6.99 to 7.99. Um, but yeah. that's unconfirmed. Which if all you're play- paying for is multiplayer and a bit of access to downloading game demos or something, it doesn't seem like very good value. Well, that's the thing. I, I'm kind of with you on this. There are kind there are going to be people who think those free games that you get are really worthwhile so for example i'm looking at ps now and at the moment um you can you can get um uh surviving mars as one of the free games now i've played that on pc it's great fantastic game really enjoyable um and there's you know world war z which is not something not a game i particularly got away got on with but people like it you know it there it's not that the selection is bad it's just that i'm like you i would prefer to pay for the game selection and and know that my online is free and then if i wanted to cancel the game selection if i wasn't playing for a couple of months i could but that you know i would still have online access if i wanted to pick up some of the games i already owned during that time uh mm. if i find it i find it very frustrating and I, I think it's i think it's unfair and i think it's also kind of um i think it's had its day i think people tolerated it back when those consoles were sort of new when we were t- when we you know when the 360 launched that era kind of sort of makes more sense back then i don't know why because it's it's not like microsoft was ever having to pay for anything at that point um so you know and i i I guess i was kind of thinking about this i was thinking about the microsoft's proposed purchase of discord and thinking you know i that kind of makes sense and thinking about all the services they provide and kind of realizing that actually they don't do a huge amount at the moment for what you get in a monthly subscription but i understand why game pass is a great thing very good value certainly yeah I, and i think i think that that makes more sense i think may should make online free for everyone and it should be the case on all of the consoles um mm. i just just don't see the argument for them providing that service really it's, well, it's not a service they're not doing anything thoughts on this extremely welcome you know where to send it if you don't uk tech show at icloud.com uh, that should be hammered into your memory by by this point um and let us know your thoughts on free-to-play gaming multiplayer paying for subscription uh, access, you can send all of your thoughts to UK Tech Show at iCloud.com. You're used to hearing the smooth, velvet sound of Nate's voice drizzled over your ears like a warm eardrum syrup, topped off with the freshly squeezed citrus tang of an Ian Morris opinion. Supporters of the show at patreon.com forward slash UK Tech Enjoy second helpings every week. So pull up a chair, find your nearest spoon, and tuck into a sumptuous extra helping with no commitment. If you have any allergies, please inform a waiter. Well, Ian, I think we need to jump into uh, the message bag because we had a great bit of feedback um, from Mark, who said he's been catching up on some recent episodes that um, 
he missed at, at the time. Uh, and he said this, Hi, Nathan Ian, long-time listener and patron, copious praise redacted. Should never redact the copious praise. Um, I've just been catching up on a couple of old episodes. I was listening to text message two three one on romance fraud. I unfortunately come across quite a lot of this in my day job, and while there are some gullible people out there, it is also worth noting that some of these frauds are very well thought through and would trip many of us up. One thing we see is where a fraudster will apply for loans in their victim's name without their knowledge and have the money paid into the victim's bank account and then say it was an error, i.e. they uh, their account de- details were auto-populated from the browser memory or that they had to do it that way for some other reason. Um, the fraudster then asks the victim to transfer that money over to them and then disappears. It seems legitimate to the victim since they received money in the first instance so don't feel like they're any worse off when they transfer the money out until the lender starts trying to take a payment for a loan by which time the fraudster has disappeared. The really sad thing about these and other frauds is that people who have fallen for them before are more likely to fall for them again and so the fraudsters will often sell the email addresses on to other fraudsters as a hot list of susceptible victims. Um, And that's from Mark. That's really quite upsetting really i mean wouldn't i mean it's it's really adding insult to injury if if you are tricked into the thought perhaps if you're a lonely person um that that you'd you'd met a soulmate uh, and then this happens and not only did you lose uh optimism for the future of your romantic life but you also lost quite a lot of money um, yeah it's yeah, uh, incredibly depressing it's a low blow sad it's an incredibly low blow but these people they're they're scum aren't criminals they? subhuman scum yes um so thank you for for that uh, mark always welcome insights from around the world uh, anyone else as always send them to us uk tech show at icloud.com uh, our discord our live chat while we've been recording has been alive um not with the sound of music it's uh, it's text only but it has uh, i think our discussion about smart tech in the bedroom has prompted a pretty interesting uh, debate uh, if you want to get in on that you need to become a patron go to uk uh, go to patreon.com forward slash uk tech someone else who does a patreon show that also has a free version is uh, mr tom Merritt, and he's going to tell us what's been going on in the wider world of tech over the last week now This week on Daily Tech News Show, Microsoft has some data to help you prepare for the advent of the hybrid workplace. That's where some folks are still at home while others are in the office. Peter Wells has some advice for how to safely look for mental health help online and why you should. We've all had a hard year. We need some help. We also discussed the brilliance of Intel's plan to make chips for anybody else, Samsung's 512 gigabyte RAM, and Patrick Norton helps us understand the best ways to back up your data. All that and more at DailyTechNewsShow.com. Little gap there um, before the music started, because we do this show not only live, as we have always done, uh, well, always over the last couple of years, um, but we do all the mixing live now as well. All the music, all the stings, everything. Um, so everyone who does listen to us live uh, gets to enjoy the whole content of uh, the show. Um, so apologies for the slight gap there. I won't be editing it out because, frankly, I think it gives a bit of character to the show. Don't you think, Ian? I do agree. Very much so. Yeah. I said posh way of uh, saying 
sorry um if you would like to say sorry or anything of course let us know uk tech show at icloud.com thank you to everyone who is supporting us on patreon or as a free listener um if you are one of our free listeners please do leave us a review in itunes we haven't mentioned this for a little while um but it is arguably the best way to support the show for no money because it is literally how um other people hear about the show which means we have more listeners so if you haven't left one in a while or ever left one we would absolutely love you to uh, to do so if you are enjoying the podcast and just then i said we would love you to do it i was speaking on behalf of ian just need to check ian do you agree yes good um and i think unless there's anything else to say um that's about it we'll see you next week we will thank you for listening everybody toodle pip 